Hello. I'm so excited to talk to you this week because this topic is so timely as we are starting off the new year. Before we start, though, I have one question for you. Do you often feel lost and alone in the hearing loss journey? If your answer was yes, I hear you, friend. That's why today we are talking about how to find your community in 2024 so that you don't have to feel alone in navigating hearing loss with your child anymore. I can say with confidence that finding a community of supportive parents was a game changer for me. As far as building my confidence and talking to our providers and creating our own communication plans for our family as well. Parent-to-parent -parent support is so critical for your success and for you feeling confident that you can and are making the right decisions for your child. So if you're ready to learn my top three tips on how to find your parent support community in 2024, grab a notebook and pen and let's get started. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Deaf Kids. Do you want more ease in your daily life? Do you want to integrate language skills into your home but have no idea where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to learn sign language and time management tips? Hey, I'm Elaine. I'm a mom of three littles, two of whom are deaf. I remember when I received the hearing loss diagnosis for our child. There were so many decisions and information overload big time. I lacked clarity and confidence, and I yearned for ease and balance in our lives. It was then that I discovered communication strategies to support our kids' language development, time management tips, and home systems that fit into our busy lives. And I can't wait to share them with you. So put down that to-do list for a fresh mug of coffee, and let's get started. Did you know that I have a free community of women just like you? Busy moms who want more ease and balance in their lives by creating effective communication systems for their families. In the community, we share tips for time management and support each other through hearing loss with our kids. Come join us at facebook.com slash groups slash raising deaf kids. Y'all, I love talking about parent support. And I'm so excited about this episode today. It's literally what I base my entire brand and organization on at Raising Deaf Kids because I feel that strongly about how powerful the connection is with other parents who have been going this through the same thing that you're going through yourself. And interestingly, the research actually backs up my claims that parent-to-parent -parent support is like the most important support that you can have. I attended the Hands and Voices Conference for Parents this past year, back in October of 2023, and the organization did their own research about how they can support parents of kids with hearing loss better. So they were trying to figure out, you know, what moves the needle? How can they help support their parents even better than they're already doing? And through their research, they found out that parents gain much more confidence when they are able to talk to other parents than they do from talking to professionals in the field like speech therapists or audiologists. And I find this to be absolutely true. When I look back on navigating hearing loss with my own kids, especially in the beginning, um, how I just remember how completely confused I was with all of the, the decisions to make. And each specialist, of course, wanted us to make the decisions in their favor. 
And I remember talking to different parents at that stage and at kind of different stages in our journey. And getting that parent input was so much more valuable and helpful to me than talking with the professionals in a lot of cases, because the parents were the ones actually going through it. They were in the middle of what I was going through, and they knew exactly what to tell me to do. And I also found it really encouraging to talk to parents whose kids were like a little further ahead to see that my kids would eventually start communicating and that things would get better and easier and at least more streamlined into our lives. And when I talk to other parents about this, a lot of parents are having trouble finding their own community. And maybe a community isn't available in person where you live, or maybe you've come across some communities on the internet that were for parents of deaf and hard of hearing kids, but you still felt judged for the decisions you were making for your kids at the time. And you didn't feel the true support that you could be feeling. And truly, there are all different types of communities out there. And so that's why today I wanted to go over my top three tips about what to look for when you're trying to find a community so that you can make sure that you find a community that's a good fit for you and a good fit for the goals that you have for your kids. So to continue on, my first tip is actually probably my biggest, <laughs> most important tip, and that is to browse the content. Um, if you're looking at an online community or attend an in-person or Zoom parent meeting, if you're looking at joining a community um, that is in-person for you, that is in the town where you live in. And, you know, being able to browse the content or attend the parent meeting kind of allows you to sample the community a little bit. Um, you know, you're able to look at what parents are asking each other and also what they're saying to each other. And you can see how the parents are interacting with each other. And um, this is really valuable because you get a good look of how supportive the group is. You know, are um, you know, people giving truly supportive and helpful comments? Are, you know, people... Um, coming at other people for certain decisions that they're making for whatever language they're learning or, you know, decisions that they're making to aid or not aid their kids. Are there any like negative, um, you know, interactions that you can see and getting that sample just kind of gives you a good idea of if you were to join that community or be a part of it, what you would be getting on a daily basis. And so a good way that I have found to evaluate the community is I would evaluate the community based on this question. And so when you're looking at communities or you're, you know, looking at an in-person community and you go to an event, ask yourself, if I posted about blank in this community, would I get an overall positive or negative reaction? And you can just fill in that blank. If I posted about learning American Sign Language in this group, would I get an overall positive um, reaction? Would people, you know, probably give me resources or would I get a negative reaction? And would people tell me that I need to focus on um, listening spoken language, even if it's that not, you know, the goal for our family and for our child? You know, and this works for in-person 
um, kind of local communities as well. You know, if I were to um, talk to people in that community, you know, what would be the overall feeling, um, you know, if I chose not to use hearing aids for my child or not to use cochlear implants for my child, or if I chose to do listening and spoken language and, you know, we didn't feel like sign language was appropriate for my child, would that garner a positive or a negative reaction? Um, so just evaluating the community and just getting a sample of how people interact with each other will give you the biggest indicator of whether or not you feel like you would want to be a part of that group. Tip number two would be to consider the size of the community. And there is no one size fits all for this, um, pun intended. <laughs> Okay, so some people, uh, you know, prefer different size communities. Some people prefer smaller communities. Some people prefer uh, bigger communities. And there are truly pros and cons to either one. And it depends on what you're looking for, right? The pros to a small community is that you may get to know people on a more personal level faster. You may make connections faster. You know, if it's important to you to really meet and do life with people, I would go with a smaller community. Um, you know, if you want differing opinions, if you want to post something, you know, and you want different opinions and different things to think about, um, then a large community might be, you know, uh, a really great fit for you as well. So just thinking about, you know, how big are the people in this community or in this group? And, you know, do I want a smaller, more intimate setting or do I want like a bigger uh, community? with more options. And then my third and last tip is to look at, does the community have events or ways to bring parents together? So you can look at this in a couple of ways. If you're looking at an online community, uh, does that community provide regular um, Zoom events, you know, where you are connecting via Zoom, but in person? Um, and kind of getting that like personal connection. So you're not just like a name <laughs> and a comment in the group that you're actually seeing the people's face, people have their cameras on, you're talking to each other and you're interacting with each other. Um, you know, and if you're looking for an in-person local group, uh, you know, does that local group have a chance for you to make connections with people in person. So does that local group have in-person meetups where you can bring you and your kids and your kids can, you know, be around other deaf and hard of hearing kids? Um, does the in-person local community have regular meetup times that are just for parents, for parents to get like very specific support and get their questions answered, um, you know, either like weekly or monthly, do they have you know, just that regular, you know, in-person interactive connection time between parents. And the reason that this is really important to look for is because parent-to-parent -parent support works if you're actually making a connection with people. So if you're actually talking with people, you're doing life with them, you're seeing them on the screen, like you're seeing their faces, you're hearing their voices, or you're seeing them in person, you're talking to them, okay? That is where the true magic of parent-to-parent -parent support comes into play when, you know, you can only go so far 
in a relationship and in an, in an interaction when you're just posting and commenting. Like there's a, you know, a wall and a barrier there, right? But it becomes something really different and uh, more magical and more encouraging when you can see a person's face and you can really get to know them, get to know their kids, um, you know, know their kids' names, where, you know, where they go to school, like who they are. Um, that makes a real difference in you feeling supported and like you are part of a true community who has your back and is encouraging to you and will, you know, help you find resources. And there are, you know, like we said, a lot of different ways that uh, communities can do this. It could be Zoom events, it can be in-person meetups. And I will say that I am actually one of the co-facilitators for um, one of our local um, in-person groups in North Carolina. And we actually provide both for our local parents. So um, in our group, we have parent support Zoom meetings once a month, um, you know, where parents can get together, talk, we have our cameras on, um, you know, sometimes we have a special guest show up to the meeting to, you know, give parents support on whatever, you know, the parents are asking for. Other times it's just literally parents were, you know, in there together and we're just asking questions, uh, getting encouragement, you know, and just saying uh, what we need to say. And, you know, those are the most special meetings, the meetings where um, parents are just connecting together. I've had so many parents just share their heart. I've had parents crying on the meetings, um, but, you know, because they're just going through a lot. And I just feel so fortunate that me and the other facilitators are able to meet with them in, you know, uh, their time of need and their time you know, that they're really going through some hard stuff and that we're able to talk to them, give them resources and encourage them. Um, and then we also have the in-person meetup. So, you know, every month or so we have an in-person meetup at a park or a playground or, you know, wherever, an arcade, a coffee shop where parents can bring their kids and we kind of do different age groups um, as well, you know, and the kids can get together and the parents can get together too. Um, you know, so just having that, point of contact and being able to bring parents together personally is like the most important part for you to feel the most encouraged and supportive. So to recap what we talked about today, when you are looking for your community in 2024, you want to, number one, browse the content or attend a parent meeting to make sure that everything jives with um, your goals and your goals for your child. Point two, you want to consider the size of community. Do you want a big community? Do you want a small community? Why? How do you fit in there? And number three, and maybe the most important part, does the community have events that bring parents together um, so you can support each other in a more intimate way? And if you haven't found your community yet, then I want to formally invite you to join the Raising Deaf Kids Facebook community. It's at facebook.com slash group slash Raising Deaf Kids, and that will be in the show notes as well. And like I said earlier, this whole business is built on the pillar of parent-to-parent -parent support, because I truly believe that parents are the best support of each other when it comes to raising kids with hearing loss. And inside of our Facebook group, 
We have daily prompts where you can get to know each other. You can interact, you can ask questions, you can find out information. You're also welcome as a member to submit your own questions or comment if it doesn't fit inside of a specific prompt that day. And then once the group grows a little bit more, in the near future, we'll start to have regular Zoom meetings and other chances for parents to connect personally online um, and really get to know each other. And the best part is that we truly support each other. You won't feel judged by any parent in there. We all know that we're doing the best that we can on a daily basis. And we're there to encourage one another and not tear you know, each other down um, and not judge each other for decisions that we are or are not making for our kids. So you are also welcome to come in and investigate our community to see if it works for you. One thing you should know is I do keep the community private, so it is not a public group. And that is because I want to protect the sensitive information that parents might share in there. So keeping the group private, make sure it's a truly safe space for parents. And we filter out anyone and everyone who asks to get in um, through membership questions. So I only let parents of deaf and hard of hearing kids into this group. I do not let professionals into the groups. And I feel very passionate about that. Um, and the reason for this is because I want parents to truly feel safe in, um, you know, talking about resources, giving their true recommendations for resources, um, you know, for parents and for parents to feel like, you know, they can really voice their frustrations, voice, you know, what they're concerned about and get the support back from parents. And I don't want professionals in the group, um, you know, swaying your opinions on anything or trying to kind of like spam our clients and um, get more clients from our group because that's not the point of our group. The point of our group is truly parent-to-parent -parent support um, and not, you know, space uh, for professionals to get more clients, right? They can do that in other groups. So it's a private group. I keep it private. It will remain private forever. And that is a point that I um, feel very strongly about. <laughs> so if you want to find your community in 2024 and you want to stop navigating hearing loss, confused, alone, and overwhelmed, then I hope this episode helps you know what to look for when finding the right place to fit in. And I hope that you come to our Facebook group and give it a try at facebook.com slash group slash Raising Deaf Kids. I hope this episode blessed you today. And I'll see you on Thursday for an episode with special guest Catherine Garland about creating a supportive and educational and fun home for our kids and for every member of our family. See you on Thursday. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and subscribe to this podcast? I never want you to miss an episode and to be without valuable information to help you and your family. Also, please leave a quick written review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. Now go check off the rest of your to-do so you can love on your family today. And I'll meet you back on Thursday for another episode. Ciao, Mama.